0: Feel the happy? Yay! We are breaking through today in our series of Daring to Dance Again. And just being here this morning and seeing all of you and feeling the energy of joy in this room, it reminds me of how easy it is to be happy, to be joyful when things are going along the way we'd like. So here we are, we're happy. Our doors are open again, we're happy. We're in community again, we're happy. But my message today is of course to remind us that we don't need things to be exactly in a certain way to find happiness. If we did, we as community would not have experienced any joy over this past year, right? That's not true. We have experienced joy. We have experienced connection. We have experienced growing in our understanding. We have experienced the truth which makes us free and is not dependent on something outside of ourselves. Breakthrough through to joy. So Eric Butterworth has uh, some great words about this that I found on Truth Unity. Oops, and I've lost my place, so... This is our again. <laughs> there go. On Truth Unity, Eric tells us, "Happiness then is a very fundamental, innate experience, which very few people discover. We may experience it occasionally. It may bubble up as a result of some outward stimuli." Very few people in life come to realize that joy is not a reactionary emotion. I want you to take that in for a moment. Because I know we're all experiencing joy as a reaction to this moment. But if our joy was dependent on this, there would be plenty of times that we would not be able to experience joy. And that is not what unity teaches. We can break through to that joy-filled experience any moment. Eric Butterworth goes on to say, It is not something that happens because something out here happens. It is a causative energy. It comes as a result of a release of an inner communion. And the only way that can ever really experience any kind of joy or happiness is when something happens within us when we awaken to this inner flow. How have you experienced your joy and your happiness over this past year? When we have had an abundance of opportunities to practice these teachings that we know, to practice finding that inner communion with the divine, to find that place from within and let that be the cause of our joy that then we express, Out into the world. This has been a year. As I reflect back over it I think about many years in my life, you know, when things have been fairly easy. I'm sure we all have experienced years like that where things just kind of sailed along and it was pretty smooth. It was pretty good. And many times at the end of those years I've said to myself, okay, so how have I grown this year? How have I changed this year? What have I learned this year? And while always I'm learning and I'm growing, it just seems to me that it is when we reach those challenging times that we can't are forced to grow. We're forced to put things into practice. We're forced to change. And that's what this past year has felt like to me. I don't know how you came through this past 13 and a half months without changing fundamentally some place within you that recognizes more deeply today the importance of that connection to that divine power and presence that we here call God and that Christ spirit that each of us has within us. I know that it's true for me and I know that it's true for you. Jesus has some words to share about joy. This is coming from the Gospel of John, the 15th chapter, the 9th and 11th through 15th verse. Jesus said, As God has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. I have said these things to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. Where does that joy bubble up from within us? Where is that source of our joy that we feel from within ourselves? It is by centering deeply in that spirit of love that is the truth of you and is the truth of me and that unity teaches us the harmonizing power. How have you experienced that power of love in your life in this past year? When we might have had to hold people at a distance. When we might have gone to stores and seen people only from this point up. When we had to make sacrifices and not get together with family and friends. How have you allowed that love that is God to move in and through and have you abiding there so that your joy is complete no matter what is happening? out in the world. Because, friends, we have the power to break through to that joy. That's the joy that is the gift of the divine. That's the joy that we experience in grace. That's the joy that is our divine birthright. Jesus goes on to say in the Scripture, This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. No one has a greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I do not call you servants any longer because the servant does not know what the master is doing, but I have called you friends. Again, that's from the, the Gospel of John. And so in the Scripture, Jesus tells us that he does not call us servants any longer but friends. You know, if you think about somebody who's a servant, it's somebody who's being told what to do and who does what they're told what to do because there's some kind of a transaction that's involved there. But Jesus is calling us to something deeper and richer than a transaction, than a you must do this because I said so. I don't know about you, but... As I was growing up, that was, that was the understanding, right? I must do this because God told me to. And rarely did I believe that God's will and my will were one and the same, right? I was listening to Father Rohr this week, in which he said, you know, oftentimes the people who, who believe that they're going to ha- heaven are the ones looking at those that are having fun saying they're going to hell. Right? Don't we do that? We we think somewhere in our mind that we can't experience the joy of life because to do so would put our very soul in jeopardy when what we are called to be and to express is that joy of God and my will and God's will are one and the same. God wants us to experience that joy. And so we're not told here in unity, here's what you have to do. You have to come to church every Sunday... Don't miss, because if you miss, you might not end up where you want to go. We're not told that. Thanks be to God that all of you are here. Why? Why are you here? Because you want to be here. Anybody forced to be here because you're afraid that something's going to happen if you didn't come here today? Anybody? No, we're here. Because we want to be here. We want to connect. There's something within us that knows that this is what I must do. Because I want to, not because I'm told to. That's the kind of thing that Jesus is talking about here. We're not loving one another because we're told that is what we must do. We love one another because we feel that Spirit of God within us, and we cannot help but love one another in that Spirit. It's transformation, not transaction. We transform ourselves, our lives, our communities, and we live in that place of love. Now, this is a pretty hard scripture, isn't it? Uh, Someone who will give their life up for a friend. That's big. And most of us, thank you, God, don't have the opportunity that we have to make that decision. Uh Uh-oh, me or them, me or them, what should I do, right? Most of us don't have to make that decision, but amazingly, within the human experience, it appears that there is something that causes us to do that anyway. I was reading this week about a young man, his name was Jimmy, in the UK, and Jimmy coming home in the middle of the night one night this past week, heard a woman calling for help in the Thames River, and said to his friend, I must rush in and save her. Didn't know the woman gave up his life for her. He passed. She was rescued by someone else. So huge, right? Would I do that? Would you do that? Maybe we'll never really know unless we too are met with a moment like that. But is that all that Jesus is asking of us there? Is is—is that it for the rest? Can we just ignore this? Because, you know, chances are, Or is there something else that we are being invited to in the Scripture, in the giving up of our lives? Unity, of course, looks at Scripture from a metaphysical perspective. What might I be asked to give up in order to love someone more deeply, in order to show up as that divine Christ light more richly? What might you be asked to give up? Does anybody have any ideas, and if you do, Shout it out to me nice and loud so I can hear you. What are we called to give up? Judgment. Judgment. Ego. Time. Favoritism. Anger. Self-righteousness. Fear of lack. Now, as we think about this, as we move it beyond just the literal, I have to give up my life for someone to the metaphysical, what is it that I need to give up within myself in order to give myself more fully to that transformational process of resting in my oneness with God and letting love flow out so that I can break through to the joy that is my divine birthright. Trust. Oh, I might have to give up wine. Think back, friends. Think back. Over this past year, think back to what this past year has been like. Each of us going through it in our own unique and individual way. Each of us showing up within the experience from a place of fear, resistance, anger, upset. But I need, but I want, but I, or Giving myself up. Here is this moment. Guess what? God is here too. Did anybody not experience God's power and presence when our doors were shut? At a silence, I'm hoping the answer is no, of course not. I experienced God's power and presence then. And we were asked and In ways that we haven't had to do in my lifetime, to give up the life that we knew in order to take care of one another in the process. And that was not easy. And for some, it was even harder. You know, I at least had my husband to go through this with, my granddaughter who continued to come through most of those months. But I know some of you here did not, you were alone. You were in your home. You couldn't come here and connect. And how hard and how challenging that was. But here's what I want you to hear about this past year and about these moments moving forward. Whatever we're going through, whatever sacrifice we are being called and asked to make, The one sacrifice that we never have to make is separating ourselves from God's power and presence. That never need happen. And it only happens when we in our minds allow it to happen. When we sacrifice the truth for error. When we believe there's something out there that we need in order to feel this joy. When we believe that what I want or what I need is more important than what my brother or my sister might want or need. As we move back out of that place, what do I need to sacrifice? What do I need to give up to show up as Christ here now? To break through to that joy that is guaranteed that Jesus told us about in that scripture. How are you and I deeply rooted, deeply grounded in God so that no matter what happens, no matter what this day brings, if it's joy, praise God, it's joy. If it's challenge, praise God, it's challenge. Because in every single moment, I get the opportunity to merge with the divine and to live from that place. Now, I... I don't get that right all the time. In and out of my day, there are moments where I get it and moments that I don't. And all of it is an opportunity to remember. All of it is an opportunity to reconnect. All of it is an opportunity to grow and to and to know the truth of our being. You and I are divine. What will happen if we break forth into that light? I've been introducing a character each week, somebody, you know, in life that represents so beautifully these ideas. And what we're talking about today, that breaking through into joy is something we talk about at Unity Spiritual Center Well, at least for almost the last seven years. It's to be the light. How will you experience your joy? You'll experience to be the light, right? And so this year at the inauguration, the youngest poet laureate ever, Amanda Gorman, was there reading her poems. What you may not know is that Amanda has a unity connection. Her grandmother, Bertha, Bertha Gorman, belongs to a unity church out in California. One time sat on their board of directors as a trustee, and so when Amanda was going to read that poem on inauguration day, her grandmother sent a note out to her spiritual community, saying, "Can you hold Amanda in prayer? Like, uplift her in that light." And she spoke such powerful words of truth to remind us of this. I dream of a country and a time where a skinny black girl, descended from slaves and raised by a single mother, can dream of becoming president of a country committed to all cultures, colors, characters, and conditions of man. We know to put our future first, we must put our differences aside. We lay down our arms so we can reach out our arms to one another. Scripture tells us to envision that everyone shall sit under their own vine and fig tree and no one shall make them afraid, for there is always light. If only we're brave enough to see it. If only we're brave enough to be it. How have you seen the light this past year? How have you been the light this past year? How can you be the light from this point going forward? Well, some things haven't changed. For me, that means I get to practice it. Because sometimes I remember I'm the light, and sometimes I forget I'm the light. Sometimes I remember my joy is complete in and of itself, and sometimes I forget and want things to be different in my life. Sometimes I remember to sacrifice those ideas and thoughts of judgment and worry and fear and blame and victimhood. And sometimes I forget and get so caught up with them once more. We are here to break through, friends. And so to break through, here is my practice for you this week. Our joy is complete because the joy of Christ resides within us. We cannot help but break forth. This joy is available to you. Hope we take time each day to connect to that Christ spirit within. Perhaps set a timer to go off each hour to begin your or begin your day with a brief period of meditation. As you center in an awareness of the Christ within, Hold the question in your mind. What will break forth from me as I allow my light to shine? Return to that question throughout your day. Pay attention to the inspiration that arises and break forth and joyfully share your light this week. Who's with me? Woo! I think that was all hands on deck. So as you leave here today, as you see that reminder, as you leave here today, now go and be the light. Recognize and realize that it takes awareness of God within, a sacrifice of those things that are outside of alignment with the truth, a willing to stress and grow and be uncomfortable, and then to love. As God inspires you from within, he loves. What a joy it is to look out and see all of you here once more. Some of you might have seen my video this past week. It was about Easter time. And I thought to myself, oh, can I do it? In a year of talking to my husband, and then maybe a handful of people, But you and the love that I feel, the support that I feel from all of you made it so easy. Thank you. God bless.